Thanks, guys. Could we make some noise real quick for the Jasons, for the Hume crew here, putting an unbelievable weekend together, fellas? Thank you. All the guys that have helped, given, sacrificed some time to be up here, uh, just helping us out, all those volunteers. Could we make some noise for those volunteers? Thank you, guys, for being here. We appreciate you a lot. Mean it. Thanks for all your work. The day of anticipation, it was here. They wake up, they've been anticipating this day for years and years, and they talked about it. They've thought about it. They've told stories about this day and today is that day. And son wakes up, couldn't sleep because the day of anticipation is he wakes up and dad's starting to pack. And he comes and he runs in, dad, it's today the day. And he says, it's the, it's the day. And the son looks at him and he says, how? And he says, I don't know, but it's today. They finish packing up and they look over and their neighbors are packing up and everybody is ready to go. And still the question is how? And they start walking in the, in the same direction they've seen. And this little boy is played in and he's gone to see this obstacle and he doesn't know how, but today's the day. Is this procession of all of these families and all of these people? They're walking and then they stop. They've anticipated it, but they still don't know how. Because there it is the big impossible river that's stopping them from going to the land that was promised to them so long ago. How? And all of a sudden, the rumor starts to hit is all the people in front. Did you see it? 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 Did you see, it? Did you see what? No, how? What? 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 It's parting. What? They're walking. What? They're walking. What does that mean? And the, the crowd's pushing them forward and they don't know how because there's a big river in front of them. They don't know what's happening. Are people falling down the river? What is happening? And all of a sudden the family that has anticipated it for so long, they come and they see the sight. This river that was impossible to cross wall of water has stopped and it is dry and they think back to their to their their grandparents as they heard the story of the red sea but this is something they get experienced as they cross over and the land is dry and as they're walking they can't believe it and father's looking at son son's looking at his wife everyone's looking around and this big awe is on their face and then they see something interesting. Somebody picks up a big rock and they put it on their shoulder and they keep walking. And they're like, that's weird. And another person picks up a rock and they're walking. And one by one, they start to get to the other side and they drop it in front of their leader, Joshua. And as they get closer, they're not sure why this is happening. And then they lean in. And friends, lean in with me. Joshua chapter four, it says this. Take 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly. Bring them over with you and lay them down at the place where you lodge tonight. Verse 4 of chapter 4, Then Joshua called the 12 men from the people of Israel whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder. 
according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. Here it is. When your children ask in time to come, what do those stones mean? Then you can tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And when we passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial stone forever. And the people of Israel did just as Joshua asked. Would you pray with me as we begin? God, thanks for these fellas. Thanks for your word. Thanks for faithful men and women who've gone before us to point us, continually to point us to you. And may we be those faithful men that point others to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. What's happening in this story? If you've seen Prince of Egypt, anybody seen Prince of Egypt? You know the story of Moses, right? He comes and he says to Pharaoh, what? Let my people go. Why? Because they were enslaved and they were getting mistreated. And for 400 years, they're crying out, God, help me, help me, help me. And then he finally is going to release them. And it wasn't easy and it's too long of a story to go into, but it's a fascinating story. But God is the one who brings his people out of Egypt. Their backs are against the Red Sea. God is the one who parts the Red Sea and they pass through dry land. And it is amazing to watch God do impossible things. And you would think in that one moment, Israel would never forget. Moments later, they forget. They forget who it was that brought them out of slavery. They're, they're, they're starting to gripe and complain. I wish we were back in slavery. We should have died in Egypt. They've forgotten that God does impossible things. And he brings them to this land that he promised them. And he says, this is the land. Go and have it. It's yours. And they send some people in to check out the land. And these people come back and they're fired up. The land's exactly what we hoped for. It's amazing. And the people of Israel are like, yes, let's go. And some people are like, no, 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 we can't go in. Well, why not? Whereas they have a big army. I mean, they, they destroy us. And they're like, wait. But that's the land we were promised. And like, yeah, but we can't do it. And they said, well, well, we can't do it. Then if they think we can't go and conquer that land, we can't conquer the land. And God says, okay. You're forgetting me and who I am. I'm the one who rescued you. I'm the one who brought you out here. I promised you the land. You say I can't do it. Now you're right. You can't do it. And so for 40 years, I'm going to continue to get you to remember who I am. You need me. And so 40 years, they're wandering the wilderness, knowing where that promised land is. If you've ever been to Israel, you will actually understand it's not that big of a nation. It's not that big of a place. And they're going to be wandering around in the Negev area, which is that desert area. And when we think wandering, we think that they're lost. They're not lost. They know where to go. They just can't get in. Because now they're right. Without God, it is going to be impossible to get into there. And for 40 years, they're wandering around waiting. And God finally is leading them around to this Jordan River. And they're going to cross over and start to take over that land that was promised 40 years later. And they wake up in anticipation because today's the day. And that's what we just read. As they walk, all of a sudden, this impossible, this impossible river to cross. Because now it's another moment where they come to this impossible situation. But here's where they differ from maybe their grandparents 
and their moms and dads, they come to an impossible situation, yet God is a God of impossible things, and God is going to show his power and his presence as they cross the river. And as they do, they pick up these rocks and they get to the other side and they put them down. They build this memorial stone so that it serves as a reminder. When people ask, what's this stone tower all about? People say, this is God's presence and his power. He's the one who did impossible things. Why did they build that tower? Because they so easily forget. And friends, we so easily forget. Because the reality is, is I believe wholeheartedly God has done some pretty impossible things in your life this week, and I believe it. It's not just because of things that were set up here. We get time with him. We slow down, and hopefully cell phones have been turned off, and the busyness and the stress of the world has kind of gone off of our shoulders a little bit as we dive into his word, as we celebrate him through worship, as we get time with our friends and our family, and we remember what life is truly about him. And that is an awesome thing that we need to remember. But just like Israel, who crossed the Red Sea and were like, how could they forget when he did impossible things? Because they forget. And may it not be the same thing with us. Deuteronomy says, Deuteronomy 6 says, teach these things to your children as we dive into the word and we know the law. Teach them to our kids. Think about it as you lay down, as you rise up. Talk about it. Think about it. Friends, obstacles are coming our way when we go home. That's just a fact. And they might seem impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So let's remember his power and let's remember his presence. And as we wrap up our night tonight with a spiritual discipline of remembrance, talk about him. There's a thing that we used to do, again, I think I mentioned it, I've worked here at camp for 14 years here at Hume Lake in the high school ministry. And we would have a victory circle where we'd get together at the end of camp and we would just talk about all the cool things that God has done. And I would always talk about this, that it's not, let's not make this a mountaintop experience as if God only works on the mountains. God works very much in the valleys as well and all the in-between. The best thing about camp, you guys, is him. And guess what? You get to take the best thing home with you. Why is it a camp that we find ourselves getting the spiritual high? It's because we talk about him a lot. We think about him a lot. We'll have recreation games and we'll pray. We'll eat together. We'll talk about what he's been doing in our lives. Why does that have to stop when we leave the mountain? It shouldn't. May we remember these things. And so as we wrap up tonight, I thought what a great opportunity to actually put this thing into practice. There are some rocks around camp, but a lot of them are lining up wagons. So we're going to ask you not to grab those. But in a moment, I'm going to pray for us. And I want us to get out of this place, and I want you to group up, whether it's just you and your son, or if you want to grab maybe a few families, I'll let you decide to do that. But I want us to go ahead and go outside of the main area of camp. I don't want you hiking way into the woods. But on your way out, I would love it if you grab something of a memorial stone. For them, it was these big rocks in the middle of the Jordan River. We don't have to grab big rocks. 
In fact, silly as it might be, one of these things that I will always probably remember about this camp is these wooden chips on the ground. What if before you leave, we've got a bunch of wooden chips right under the wagon here? We've got a lot of them right here. What if you grab just a few of them? And as a family, you go to different spots around camp and you get outside of camp and then put just a little pile together, making a little memory a little memory area and you just talk about the things that God has done in your life. And then you as a family or a group of people start praying and thanking God for what he has done this week. And maybe ask the question, is I get home, my friends, my family, someone will ask me very quickly as soon as I walk in the door, one question. The first question almost always is asked after camp and it is what? How was camp? Friends, you have an opportunity to talk about the food. You have an opportunity to talk about recreation. You have an opportunity to talk about a lot of things. What if your first thing out of your mouth was, God did impossible things? What if you started just thinking about one thing that God has just taught you, one thing that God did in your life this week? What if you started with that? And when people ask a day later, oh, you went to camp this week and how was it? And I know it gets awkward because you work in a place that doesn't normally talk about the Lord. What if instead you just gear up a little bit of passion and a little bit of, 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 of chutzpah, right? Of, of, of boldness. Say, look, friends, I know you don't know the Lord, but I went to a Christian camp with my son and I'll tell you what, God got a hold of my heart up there. And I'll tell you, is you remember what God has done. You're, cons you're consistently building Ebenezer's, these memorial stones in your life. And that's what we're going to do tonight. So in just a moment here, I'm going to pray for us. And then we're going to give you a little bit of time. Uh, snack is about in 15 minutes. And then uh, we've got a shuttle going down at 8.30, leaving from the snack area down there. You can get on that, that shuttle and take you down to uh, Ponderosa, uh, the Ponderosa Lake down there, and we'll have some games down there. But listen, we don't want you to miss it, and we don't want you to rush it. you got a half hour if you need it. Take it. Man, let's lead our families right now. Let's get out of this place and pray and think on what has God done and tomorrow you're going to have an opportunity to share with all of us at a victory circle. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but maybe this is a moment where you start really processing God. What have you done? Don't miss it. Otherwise we so easily forget. And may we put on the spiritual act of discipline, spiritual discipline of remembering and not forgetting. And maybe for some of us, it's building these little memorial stones, whether it's physically here tonight or in our own minds as we talk and we remember and not forget that God does impossible things. Let me pray for us. God, we thank you. Thanks for these fellows. And as we get out of here and we grab some sticks, make some piles as we separate here and we put these sticks and these piles all around camp and we make these little memory stones that maybe we are going to be here next year as we come and we bring other friends and families and they're like what's that pile of sticks let me tell you this is when God did impossible things maybe we take a picture of it and we show that picture to our friends 
God, may we continue to practice this discipline of remembering and not forgetting. You're always doing awesome things in our life. May we not overlook them anymore. Thank you for this time. Go before us, we pray. Amen.